speaker. So if you've got questions, uh, save them or type them in the chat. And uh, after I've spoken, we'll kind of just open up the mics and uh, we can kind of all, if there's things you want to ask more about uh, any of the topics we cover, that'll be our chance. Uh, our second speaker tonight is, again, no stranger to any of us, Mark Kostick. Uh, and Mark is going to be talking to us tonight about praying with the Psalms. So Mark, over to you. Thank you. Am I not on the screen yet? I don't think. Let's carry on. Okay. Well, so praying the Psalms. Um, as Pete Gregg says, quoting from him, the Psalms give you permission to pray not what you think God wants to hear, but what's inside of you. Psalms give you permission to pray not what you think God wants to hear, but what's inside of you. So why pray the Psalms? Well, firstly, Jesus did it. His Bible, of course, is what we now know as the Old Testament. And someone's, uh, some of the commentators have calculated that the book of Psalms is the book that he quotes from most often. Uh, just to give one example, a uh, very famous one, on, on the cross. In his anguish, he calls out to the Father in words from Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So if it was good enough for Jesus to quote the Psalms, then it's good enough for us. Another quote from Pete Gregg's excellent book. It never ceases to amaze me. This is the very same prayer book that Jesus used and loved. That much of it is 3,000 years old, written by King David himself. Why would I not want to use such a priceless resource? Um, so as well as Jesus using the Psalms, um, as we know, they convey the whole range of human emotions. If the writers of the Psalms could express themselves like that, that gives us permission to do the same. Just a couple of examples. They go from praise. The heavens declare the glory of God. The desperation. I'm overwhelmed with troubles. My life draws near to death. They run from anger and complaint. Why have you forsaken me? I cry out, but you don't answer me. Or to comfort, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my troubles. That was why I pray the Psalms. Next, how to pray them. Well, the simplest way is just to take one Psalm at a time. They lend themselves to that because they stand alone. Okay, some of them are a bit long, like Psalm 119, which goes on for an endless 176 verses. But that, those ones can be split up into short chunks. Uh, I had experience of that about 10, 15 years ago. I decided to do that at work. So in my lunch hour, either at my desk or my walk around the park, I decided to read one psalm or part of, psalm a day, part of a psalm a day. That worked really well for me and apparently if you do that continuously then you get through the whole book of psalms twice in one year more recently i've just used the psalm that's printed in grapevine in church on a sunday we have two readings not normally the psalm but the daily readings have a psalm that's an easy way of doing it just to pray that psalm um, every day and Almost every day I find that there's at least one verse that speaks into a situation that's on my heart and I find myself praying for a person or a, 
a concern in the world. Another way suggested by Pete Gregg in his book is that we could find a psalm on a particular theme that concerns us or for a particular time of day. So words from Psalm 4 would be good for an evening prayer. In peace I will lie down and sleep. You alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Or for the morning, from Psalm 5, in the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. Well, finally, you might find yourself coming back to a particular psalm. Um, I've got some experience of that. In 2018-19, family member was going through a really difficult time. And by what we could call a God incident, the psalm for one particular day in Great Bible was Psalm 91, which I think we're going to be reading later. And that spoke to me absolutely into this particular situation. I found myself praying it every day for several months, saying each line as a prayer for that person. And it certainly helped me, and I found comfort in that. And so far, the prayers through that psalm have been answered. And as we'll hear later on, it absolutely speaks into the uh, situation we, the country and the world, find ourselves. So I started praying it again. And Sue told me the other day that um, on the last day that Hobain were operating as a full school, uh, one of the mums came up to her and a colleague at the end of the day, just say thanks very much and maybe goodbye, because they might not see that child again at school if the schools don't go back until after September. And she didn't know or not whether Sue was a Christian or not, but she, and she said, just said, oh, goodbye, thanks, and just let you know I've been praying Psalm 91. Um, I could go through the verses now, but um, I think we'll, we'll hear them later on, and they're very powerful. So uh, that's praying the Psalms. Um, we've heard why and how. And uh, just to repeat the opening phrase, Psalms give us permission to pray not what we think God wants to hear, but what's inside of us. Thanks. Uh, uh, fantastic. Thank you uh, so much, Mark. 